The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Films. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV shows. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV show. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. Television. Film. Film. TV. Film. TV. I love this film. How you doing? We're back. We're back. Yeah. I'm back, baby. Um, We're back. It's been a month. Yeah. It's been a month yeah, been since the last show. Um, there's been <clears throat> going-ons. Uh, I've moved gaff. I've been sick. You've been sick. The You've sh- been sick, I think, I've as well. I've been sick as well. Yeah, I weren't very well for a couple of weeks. The uh, station closed down just for a week for a bit of R&R. Yeah. So uh, we're back. Yes, we are back. And we are talking friends tonight. So yeah. we are talking about... Uh, arguably one of the most famous iconic, TV shows yeah, yeah. and iconic shows of the <clears throat> of the nineties. It's what I was raised on. Yeah, but you wouldn't get away with any of it now. And I oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> and I, I actually read something, and we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. But I read something um, a little while ago uh, about Friends, and when you look at it from that perspective, you think, "Hmm, okay." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, it we'll it, it is interesting. It is interesting. So we're going to be talking about friends, our favorite episodes, um, favorite storylines, characters, mm-hmm. um, uh, and who we uh, who we are most like. Surprise, uh, surprise! Uh, most of mine seem to revolve around food. Mm, but yeah. Yeah, but to be fair though, most of the most of the shows contain a copious amounts of food. Thanks to Monica mm, and Joey. Yeah, and Joey. yeah, Joey's a big. So if if you don't know what Friends is, and if you don't know, give if you you're a head a wobble, if well, yes, give your head <laughs> a wobble, um, purely because, uh, and I'm talking to those who were born, you know, probably. Oh, I suppose yeah, two thousand onwards, who's mm. probably never seen it and have never had any interest in seeing it. Uh, yeah, talking to you, millennials out there. Um, all you snowflakes, yeah, all you fucking snowflakes. <laughs> yes, you're brought. You've been brought up on South Park and, and Family, family Guy, guy and, and you're offended by everything. Of everything. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so Friends is basically it's uh, it's a TV show centered around six friends. Okay, three men, three female. Okay, just for all you uh, equality feminists out there. Three of each. You know? uh, don't get onto equality when it's an all-white cast. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. Well, you've got Gunther; he's an albino. Yeah, but maybe. But anyway, so yeah, you've got you've got so you've got you've got six friends. You've got uh, Joey, Chandler, Ross, Ross's sister Monica, her best friend Rachel, and the random one Phoebe. Mm. And it just centers about their uh, centers around their lives, basically. Um, and it just. Everyone's different, and it's always entitled. It's always titled the one with, yeah. And 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 I like that the fact that even after ten seasons and I don't know two hundred and fifty episodes, they can still come up with mm, with titles with, with a title where it, it all sounds the same. It's so good because it's usually centered around the significant plot point. Yeah, uh, and when you do speak to your friends about it you literally do say oh yeah it's that that one with um uh yeah and then that's that's literally 
what it is and which is a very very clever subconscious way of being able to to get it across to those who haven't watched it or those who have and they're, they're trying to communicate and they can't remember yeah so you know so kudos. nowadays like you can go onto google now and just say type in the one with uh ross's sandwich or something like that and it'll pop up <laughs> my sandwich yeah, yeah. um yeah it's uh it, as you can tell, I think we've probably already rattled off about Damn. 10 yeah. quotes from it already. I started off the top of the show with, how you doing? Yeah. Which is the most famous quote by uh, Joseph Tribbiani, mm-hmm. played by Matt LeBlanc, and um, is one of the most amusing characters, I think. Yeah, um, Joey's my, one of my... Yeah, he's up there as he is, joint favourite with... Um, Chandler. Yeah, see, I love Chandler, and and I would say that if I had to pick one of them, it it would be more Chandler than Ross. The only reason I say Ross is because I'm a bit of a geek, and I've also had multiple marriages and divorces. So, <laughs> so there's uh, a kinship there. So there's a kinship there. You know, I can I I can be part of Ross's divorce force and part of his divorce dad's group, um, but also more Chandler, who is socially awkward awkward um uses uh, humor as a defense mechanism yeah. <laughs> and is just generally one of the funniest ones out of yeah. all of them um a little bit geeky in his own way as well he's got that um i would say that chandler is probably got like a very dry almost a british uh, sense of yes. humor about him yeah and i think that's why a lot of people are kind mm. of quite um, they're quite warm to him more than they do sort of Joey, for instance, whereas Joey is your um, your more typical American humour. Although yeah. he's he's very he's very dumb. Yeah, there's. I think it comes down to the whole sort of classic uh, sitcom sort of uh, portrait characters, where you've got the straight man who is Ross, and we say he's the straight man because he doesn't get the jokes. He's the uh, he's the guy that. The jokes are usually revolving around, or um, he's the uh, person that just doesn't understand the joke. He's the very serious one as well, isn't yeah. he? Then you got the the brain, who is obviously Chandler. He's the one that creates the jokes. He thinks of them. Uh, he's the one to identify when a situation is funny or not. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Joey, who is literally uh, the dumb one, um, who generates the problem. Uh, yeah, generates the situation, and yet yeah, the women are completely different. You've got the obsessive compulsive Monica, you've mm. got the materialistic Rachel, kind of. Even I, though Jennifer Aniston is smoking, um, honestly, I think it's pretty much the same but reversed. Because Phoebe is like Joey, like Joey. He's she's kind of dumb sometimes, doesn't realize yeah, the situation. Mon- Monica's more Ross, but then that makes sense because they're siblings when it comes to the character side of it. And then you've got Rachel, who's more Chandler. Kind of. I think so, the Monica-Rachel uh, uh, dynamic can change uh, yeah. depending on the situation and what they're talking about. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's still along those sorts of lines. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's just a, an absolutely cracking TV show. Um, mm. As I said, I would, I would put myself as probably 60% Chandler, <laughs> 40% Ross. I'd probably go with a 60% Joey, 40% Chandler. Just because I yeah. I don't I identify way too much with his love for food, like too much. Yeah, he that, that's <laughs> fair enough. He, he the, you know what gets me is um, for a good-looking guy, he eats like a 
fat guy. He does. Yeah, he does. He does. What makes me laugh is whenever it comes around to someone talking to somewhere, he gets food. Like the one where where Rachel is um, talking to someone on the phone. And she hangs up, and he and he walks into the apartment, and she's like, oh, and he was like, who was that? She's like, oh, it's the pizza place. Do I hang up on your friends? <laughs> yeah, you know, or the Joey special, two pizzas. Yeah, you know, it's and he his life revolves around Italian food. Or Although, the meatball sub in the car. Yeah, the meatball sub in the car. Yeah, um, <laughs> or the meatball sub when his sister comes around and tells him that she's pregnant. And Joey doesn't share food. Yep, Joey. Um, See now, I totally get that. Yeah, I totally get that. I do not share food. Like, yeah. if it's if it's in an open arena, like on a table, <laughs> in an open, you're already putting down combat rules with it. <laughs> yeah, if it's in an open arena or it's in a table where it's being divvied out, then it's fine. Once I remove my plate from that area, that is it. I'm not I'm not sharing food, like ever. Yeah. Someone like, tries to take it, they're going to get a fork in the hand. Yeah. Once it's on the plate, it's your plate. Yeah. Um. Once or um. I don't know, like, I'm fine to, if someone's finished their food, right, or n- tried to finish their food but's left something on the plate, uh, and they're happy to give it to me, then I'll eat it from someone else's plate. But if I'm eating something, you better not reach your hand across. I will stab that fork in your yeah, hand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and that's the beauty of the majority of Friends, is that when it was out, it was very, it was probably more akin to real life than the likes of EastEnders and Coronation Street and all of that. It was, you could relate to a lot of the storylines, mm. you know. The, it's more identifiable. Yeah, it is. And I don't think that's anything to do with the, where they are, because they're based in New York. Uh, yeah. and, and we'll get to that in a minute. Huh. But they're... <laughs> are you going through all the uh, the financial... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, it's more... Forget that they're in New York, yeah. but the situations that they find themselves in as a as a sixum is very much what how you would, uh, you know, relate to in, in mm. normal life. And, you know, growing up, I mean, it, aired, it started to air. The very first episode was September 22nd, 1994, and it ran until the 6th of May, 2004. Mm. So almost 10 years exactly. And... Um, it, Ka-ching. Well, yeah, towards the end, they were all earning like one and a half million dollars an episode. Boom. But then it was bringing in like, it it was the Game of Thrones of its time. Inter- I mean, episodes well, were only bigger, like 25 minutes long. They weren't very long. But apart from the specials, like the one in Barbados or the final one where <laughs> they were a little bit, <laughs> yeah. a little bit longer. I can't stop smiling when I think about like all the episodes and like when you say like the one in Barbados. You know exactly yeah. which one it is. <laughs> well, there's two of them. But yeah, it's, that's what Friends does is it, is it, is it does that. Um, but I, I asked the guys in the office um, where I work and where Alex will be working yeah. in the next couple of weeks. He'll be coming to Nervous. join the company that yeah. I work for. And um, and I asked I asked the two guys, well, the guy and the girl that I sit next to, so Marsha on the left-hand side uh, and Matt on the right-hand side, and I asked them what who would they who would they relate to most. Mm. Uh, Matt was like, oh, I'm definitely Chandler. Definitely, definitely Chandler. And, and, and I can totally get it. Um, I can totally see why Matt would think that he was very much like Chandler. He, he looks very similar to Matthew Perry 
in the earlier seasons. <laughs> and I used that. <laughs> in that nicest possible way. In the nicest way, possible way, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, he very much has a similar personality to... Uh, to to Chandler and mm. uh, and Marsha said that she's more like Rachel and and, and yeah she's a materialistic fucking princess. Um, <laughs> oh. oh no, I told her in I was going to say that way in the too. nicest possible way. In the nicest possible, and I, I said this, I was going to say that about her anyway. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and again with 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 Marsha, I can see how she would relate to more to Rachel. She's not very materialistic at all. It's just I'm just taking a piss, but. Um, She's very much. She is very much. And then you've got some of the other guys in the office. Um, Christian in the office. He is very much a mixture. He's he's Joey, but with intellect. Because oh, okay. Christian's really really smart, but he's hilarious. Yeah. Like he was on Radio One. Like a couple of the guys <clears throat> were on Radio One with um, Greg James. Yeah. Doing the, the 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 yesterday's quiz or whatever. And he literally got a week and a half's worth of airplay of his like little quips that he was doing. It was great. <laughs> like he was living off that. But he's very much like uh, like Joey. Joey, but with intellect. Um, I wouldn't really know, I wouldn't really say about many of the others. Um, but my quest to you is right. that when you join to see if you can find out which ones. Yeah, I'll just how, go around how with some you stickers would them. hitting Phoebe and like. See, no, I don't think there is anyone in the office who's a Phoebe. Well, she's, for lack of a better term, unemployed, and I feel like that's her thing. Like, it's a free spirit-esque type thing. Yeah, but she's like, there's been a free spirit, and then... And then there's Phoebe. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yet the irony of that is... Extreme. Well, the irony of that is that Lisa Kudrow is a super, super smart woman in real life. Yeah. Like, Doesn't she plays... she have a PhD or something Yeah, she's got weird. a PhD. She's all, she's all, you know, she does the very, the very dumb, you know, dumb type things. Because she did um, that high school reunion film or something where she played... Romy and... Romy and Michelle's high school... Yeah. Reunion, yeah, and she was very dumb, Phoebe-esque in that. But she's very, very smart, very well articulated as well. Um, yeah. So that must have been a real challenge for her to, to do that. Um, and then, but yeah, I mean, in terms of guys in the office, I, I wouldn't mm. really like to say, to be honest, because I don't really know, in all fairness. I mean, yeah. it, I did put it out there. No one really come back with who they think. So, um, but... You know, I mean, that's that's just my opinion. Everybody can relate to one of the friends. Yeah, I think that's a, th- a thing with a lot of uh, long-running TV shows and things like that where people, you know, identify with characters and they sort of be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a um, Phoebe or a, a Ross or a Rachel or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome. I think it's a great way to bond and I think it does uh, itself a service in terms of the... TV show, just getting people to talk about it because it's a talking point where you go, oh, which character are you? Yeah, and it, it literally, you can you can almost tell with some people who mm. which one they would be. Yeah, um, but it is uh, it is great, and, it, and it's great for so many other reasons. Not only its iconic sort of um, storylines, and mm. obviously the endless amount of jokes. I mean, Christ. There are so many gifts around it. Like when I moved yep. house, there's the moving house gift where they, Joey and <laughs> Joey and Chandler, yes, and pivot as well. Um, Joey and Chandler strolling on the white horse. Yeah, you know, uh, you're ruining moving day for us. And and you know, then you've got pivot. 
Um, God, you've got uh, Fat Monica. Yep. Um, you've got the uh, the Ultimate Fighting Champion. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is played excellently by John Favreau. You've got, uh, God, you've got so many. Uh, well, you've got Ross being married multiple times and dating a student. You've got Bruce Willis's uh, I'm a Neat Guy. Oh, yeah. Um, you've got. That was the father of the student, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. You've got, yeah, Elizabeth. You've got, um, who else you've got? Brad Pitt, uh, who hates Rachel. Brad Pitt, who hates Rachel. Yeah. You've got. Uh, Tom Selleck Tom Selleck yeah who plays Richard uh, which is quite good you've got um, both the late great Billy Crystal and Robin Williams who show up very very briefly Mm. Um, uh, Charlie Sheen he pops up as well yeah Giovanni Ribisi he pops up quite a few times in it Uh, god there's so many other famous people I can't think who else so many others that just randomly kind of pop up, which is great. You know, it's great that you see all the famous people just pop up in the show. Um, oh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. He's in it as well. Uh, just to let you know as well, Billy Crystal's still alive. I thought he was dead. <laughs> no, he's still going. I was like, I just need to double check this. Uh, I thought yeah, Billy he's... Crystal was dead. No, he's 70 and still going. Ah, uh, I thought he was dead. Well, sorry, Billy, I wasn't wishing you yeah. dead, mate. Um, no, I'm, I'm glad you're still alive and kicking. Uh, but, yeah, it's um, it's just the amount of famous people that, that turn up in it is mm. is brilliant. And it, uh, Helen Baxendale plays Emily. George Clooney was in George it as Clooney well. George Clooney was in it as well, yeah. With another one of the ER doctors playing a fire, uh, fire department. Yeah, I can't <clears> remember. <throat> yeah, yeah. So you, you get loads of loads of people pop up in it, and... I think the most most iconic thing about friends is this. No one told you that was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke your
There you go. That's the Rembrandt, and I'll be there for you. Um, probably one of the most famous opening mm. sequences to a film, short of um, well, TV series, not film. Yeah, TV series. That's <laughs> what I meant. TV series, yeah. uh, short of maybe Game of Thrones. It's yeah. quite iconic. They both get you so amped up for the show. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously obviously ways. on the TV show. It's um, it, it, it's. It's very, very short, but it gets you really pumped to to see it. Um, um, my other half has told me to to say, uh, not forgetting Danny DeVito. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He played the male stripper. <laughs> he played yeah. the male stripper. Jeez, yeah. Anyone called for the long arm of the law? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, bless him, God. Yeah, that 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 was actually quite funny. Mm. Um, oh, it's yeah. There, it's but see, it, so many different things. Um, favorite episode? I couldn't even pick one. I like the one where it's the what if. So you've got Joey as um, Monica's. Uh, no, no, because uh, no, they do it twice, don't they? Yeah. So I you've got the one where Monica is still fat and she ends up sleeping with Chandler. Yeah. You've got uh, Chandler who works for Joey, but Joey is like a douchebag. <laughs> Rachel wants to sleep with Joey. Um, and uh, it's okay. She just wishes that she was on a break, and uh, we'll get to that in a minute as oh, well. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Ross is doing lots of karate and kind of tries to sleep with Phoebe. And then you got the Monica with Joey, and Monica, Monica feeds Joe until he's overweight. Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a, if you were with someone else in the group. It's what Janice yeah. does that, doesn't it? And we've got to talk about Janice because. She, oh my god! <laughs> oh my, my god. god! Exactly. I mean, that is uh, to quote Chandler. I think my balls have just jumped up into yeah. into my groin area. Um, yeah, it's one of those. But she is the perfect anti-Chandler. Yeah. I think she is. I mean, to be fair, she's a perfectly lovely woman. Person. Yeah, she just has an annoying voice. Yeah, it's the shrillness of her voice. Yeah. that just sends a shiver up your spine and that laugh which i can't replicate because i'm sick i i'm, I'm gonna give it a go yeah really? go for it and i'm warning everybody now yeah it's something it's like that. something very similar very like a dolphin like uh screech but she always seems to appear more towards the end sort of season six onwards in the most random places you've got yeah. <laughs> uh when you've got uh rachel giving birth yeah. You've got uh, Monica and Chandler looking at a house. Chandler and Monica at the uh, fertility doctors mm. um, when they get married. Just We're going to beat married. the Bings. <laughs> We're going to be the Bings. Yeah, and uh, she she is a brilliant peripheral mm. character, um, and I don't think she was actually given a fair crack to be in it a bit longer it would have been nicer if she was but I think she acted a very good catalyst between Chandler and and Joey mm. to kind of drive a wedge between their friendship because oh. it, it's very odd that they weren't actually friends forever beforehand because uh, yeah they were like roommates and they didn't sort of see eye, eye to eye but yeah because like, he grew. wanted to, he wanted to get the uh the, the the posh bloke with the dancers yeah to come in and then something happened and he never turned up and then Joey took it and it kind of just goes from there. Mm. Uh, Elle McPherson, she's in it as well. She's yep. in it with Joey um, when he tries to sleep with her and he does a, how you doing? 
and it just she's like I'm doing fine thanks he's like uh, uh, what it just doesn't yeah it's it's like his go to go to phrase and it just didn't work on her uh, but yeah it's very it's it, it's very sad that she wasn't in it more often mm. because she was quite the light relief um, I did actually put out on I Twitter. was kind of relieved though when she stopped being his girlfriend yeah yeah, because yeah, uh, he was a bit of a dick. Well, not only that, it was just the fact that, um, yeah, it was... Uh, are you talking about Elle McPherson or are you talking about... No, Elle McPherson. Oh, okay, yeah, I was still on about Janice. Uh, well, yeah, Jan- yeah, but Chanda was a bit of a dick when yeah. he was with Janice as well, so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> the weenus. <laughs> I'm looking at the weenus and I'm not happy. <laughs> oh. But yeah, um, Elle McPherson, yeah, she was she was good in it. Um, there have been a lot of like uh, m- recurring characters, I guess we would call them people that uh, maybe come back every now and then. Yeah, see, like, I... um, like uh, oh, Richard. Yeah, with Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. I thought he was actually really good. Um, it's awesome when he comes back towards the later part and gives. I think he gives permission. For Chandler to marry Monica, yeah, even even, <laughs> even though, though it's like not her dad, yeah. So, um, so I, so someone on Twitter, okay, um, let me find out who it is. Okay, false start pod starts podcast. Mm. I put out on on Twitter, who would you be? And they put, is Gunther a friend? And I was like, I'm not quite sure. So I I put I put the question out there to the. Uh, the only podcast out there that mm. I actually listen to regarding friends, and it's called uh, At Moo Podcast um, because of uh, the moo point, mm. um, which uh, is like a cow's point. It's, it's moo, uh, according to Joey. But um, but they never got back to me. But somebody else did. Uh, Brandon Siaz, uh, Siaz at, uh, at Shoe Size 38. <laughs> But definitely not. Most of the time, he's not even glanced at or acknowledged. Mm. He's only present when needed for a flimsy plotline. He is the ultimate extra. I'll, he I'll is. Given that, like, yeah, he is actually the ultimate extra. And <clears throat> yeah, definitely, uh, definitely think that he should be. He should be kind of in the satellite mm. area of uh, of the friends. Um, someone else, Paul McGinley. This is brilliant. Um, I'm pre-Monica Chandler when he was sarcastic, funny, and had no luck with women. Yeah. yeah <laughs> because he, he becomes a very different person after London. Yeah, he's... Well, I love the arc of them trying to keep it a secret from Ross and Ross finding out. Uh, it's one of the best parts of uh, Friends that I remember. Um, you know? I know? How do you know that I know? <laughs> They don't know that we know that they know that we know that they know. <laughs> exactly. Are you getting this? Not at all. <laughs> Poor old Joey. But then, because that's just after the uh, the uh, the moist maker oh, sandwich, yeah. oh, isn't my it? Sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of my sandwich. My sandwich. And he gets very angry that he's watching <laughs> he's watching Monica and Chandler go at it from the apartment from uh, Ugly Naked Guy's apartment where. Yeah. He tends to be in it. See, now, it's great because when they have the flashback, he was a cute naked guy (laughs) instead of ugly fat naked guy. So he obviously, something obviously terrible happens to ugly (laughs) naked guy for him to go from cute naked guy to ugly naked guy um, in the space of what is probably, I don't know, a 
couple of months. Couple of, nah, um, maybe couple a couple of year. year, maybe a year, two yeah. years, I think. Um, so that's that's very 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 strange. I just find it very odd that he picks that time and he's got the dean of the university with him in his apartment. I just I found all of that odd. Mm. Not as odd as how they all managed to pay for everything when they all yep. barely worked. <laughs> now we're going to get into uh, financial aspect. slightly <laughs> slightly controversial aspects. Now now we love Friends. I love Friends and. Uh, I can happily watch it over and over again and have done with my other half uh, catching up, which is absolutely you know, awesome. Yeah. And binged it. But... Oh, uh, here we go. It throws up a few questions. So um, I know that they mentioned in the very last episode about rent control and mm-hmm. that it was a steal, but... It must have been a steal. It must have been a steal because <laughs> when you actually walked back... They, penthouse. They, it's a penthouse... They barely work mm-hmm. at all. They they're spend, always in the coffee shop. They're always in the coffee shop in Central Park, or they're always out doing something. Mm-hmm. They're never actually at work. And when they are at work, they're just, like, mugging it off. So we know that Monica is a head chef. And yet she seems to be out of the kitchen more than she is in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. Well, in her own home kitchen, I guess, rather than in a professional working kitchen. Yeah. Um we know that Ross is a part-time uh, paleontologist, paleontologist and slash then, teacher. And then slash, yeah, lecturer, educator, and uh, what is he? He's like a, he's like an author, I suppose. He mm. has a lot of papers that get discredited. Joey's a struggling actor. I think um, out of all of them, he's probably the most accurate portrayal of someone in... Yeah, sort of like barely getting any sort of roles and then maybe getting a, a steady one as Doctor... Mac and cheese. I was going for Drake Ramore. But <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Drake Ramore, yeah. Um, Joe, uh, Chandler is a some business he's person. A, <laughs> like. Right, he's a, he's a trans... He's a transponster. No, he's not, Rachel. He's in uh, data procurement and uh, mm. and data analytics. Yes. Is what he actually does. Um and he he tends to you don't really see where he works because one minute he's in the office that Rachel ends up in mm. in one of the future episodes, then he goes off to um oh, fuck it, where is it? Oklahoma. Know. Oklahoma, yeah. He goes off to Oklahoma. Um and then he becomes he becomes a marketing executive. Yeah. And then it kind of ends when he gets given the marketing job. Yeah. The junior marketing editor, whatever, it then dies, and you never really hear anything else about him working at all for the last sort of two seasons, which is very mm. odd. Um, and then when you when you look at obviously how much money they're getting, and it it, it just doesn't stack up. Like well, Phoebe barely works; she's like a part time um, mobile masseuse. Yeah, she doesn't work. That doesn't like, actually work. But her she, apartment is massive. She does more time busking yeah. <laughs> than she does at her, like, masseuse job. Um, and then Rachel, who worked in a coffee shop to begin with, then worked in fashion for a bit. We went to Bloomingdale's, didn't she? Yeah. And then worked at Bloomingdale's and went to Ralph Lauren. Because she then met that boyfriend. Uh, I can't remember. The really young boyfriend. Uh, Tag. Tag, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> played by um, uh, Eddie Cahill. Yeah, who was in 
I can't remember what TV shows and it's a crime TV show. I want to say it's not NCIS and it's not CSI. Uh, special Victims Unit, maybe. SVU, yeah. It might be SVU. But yeah, one of those. Um, yeah, and then she goes on to uh, get another job. So towards the end half of their lives in Friends, I would say that they're looking at reasonable jobs, maybe enough, like especially if Monica's restaurant was so popular that it was just, you know, she didn't even have to manage it, you know. Posh karma garlicky. Yeah. Uh, and she was getting paid there uh, with uh, Joey's, like, money coming in, like, regularly Chandra's. from his... No, from his acting job. Oh, yeah, Joey gets, having his acting job money, yeah. Yeah, and he starts doing, like, stage performances with Gary Oldman, who was in it. Yes, Yes, Gary I forgot Oldman. Gary Oldman was in there. Gary oh, Oldman. Oh, my God, with his ten tins of tuna. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, yeah. That was so good. Um, yeah, sorry, we're getting sidetracked again. Um, and then Chandler... If he's working like a massive executive office in central New York, then he's probably getting paid a decent amount. Yeah, but they're never really at work. Yeah. And then and then if you actually drill down, right, <laughs> Joey gets dumber as as yeah. he progresses. It's like he becomes a caricature of himself. Yeah, he does get real dumb towards the end there. And and it's kind of like they've run out of what to do with Joey because we already know that he's thick as two planks of wood mm. um, and he has to pay a nanny, sorry, a, a manny, $20 <laughs> to find out uh, what sort of ship doesn't sink a friendship. <laughs> and it's like, you know, uh, wow. what's yeah. his name? Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. Um, and it's just... Yeah, uh, he gets dumber as it goes along. You've then got um, Monica, who is an obsessive compulsive. Yeah, in all aspects. In all aspects. And she's very quite... um, There's that whole episode about moving the coffee table after uh, Chandler cleans. Cleans up, yeah. She's she's very obsessive compulsive. She's not... Technically, she's not really a nice person. She's passive aggressive as well which is the worst kind of uh, sort of personality you can have. You I mean, then, they've all got their dark sides, yeah, let's yeah. say that. I mean, you look at Phoebe, for instance, right? She goes against everything she ever stood for. She eats meat. Yep. She wears a fur coat. Yep. She goes to work for a, a, a massive conglomerate instead of doing it for herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, She literally goes against everything she ever stands for She's as a, a person. She is a massive hypocrite, yep. huge hypocrite. Ross is the most terrible person in the world okay so yes he gets cheated on by his he's his homophobic wife. for a start yeah he's homophobic for a start he <laughs> then warms to it he um <laughs> he's very sexist because he wants his kid ben to play, play with, with boy toys boy instead toys, of yeah. girls toys he is a uh, compulsive cheater so he cheats on julie with rachel cheats on rachel um, with rachel with the copy girl Cheats on. We were on a break. We'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) He cheats on Bonnie, Mm -hmm. uh, Christina, something or other, Applegate, um, with Rachel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Says Emily's name at the altar. uh, Says Rachel's name at the altar when he's marrying Emily. Mm -hmm. And just, he is just a possessive. And seriously threatening behaviour at work. Yeah. Over a sandwich. Yeah. Um, he's, he's actually... So, so much so the, doc, uh, the doctor recommends, like, antipsychotics. Yeah. So he's actually 
quite a terrifying person to be around. When you when you look at it and you take it from the funny side, you've got Chandler who is borderline depressive yep. for the majority of the seasons. He's pessimistic. He's yeah, he's Extremely pessimistic. pessimistic. Uh he uses humor as a weapon as, as well a as weapon def- as well as a, a, a coping mechanism, but really his jokes are sometimes mostly self-deprecating, which means he's got low self-esteem. Sometimes he turns that on the other friends though. He'll be like uh, he'll go after like like Monica when she was fat. Yeah. You know, I mean the fat shaming in it is Shocking by today's standards. If you yeah. were to take Friends and everything and move it and have it done now, I tell you what, people would be in uproar, which is ridiculous in itself because it's a TV show. It's not real. It's literally done as a, as a form of art. Have you um Have you also seen the uh, My Sandwich scene without the laugh track, where yeah. it's just Ross giving him like deadly death stares? Yeah, I mean that could come across as. <laughs> supremely nerve-wracking and yeah. actually quite aggressive and it's it, you know he's quite a terrible person and then you've got Rachel who oh. is <laughs> materialistic materialistic to the, extreme. to the extreme she's very self-centered very self-serving she's Doesn't like one of the original gold diggers that were portrayed on tv I think yeah yeah she's she's very stuck up very mm. set in her own ways doesn't really want to do anything and She's very much me, me, me. Yeah. So when you take <clears throat> all of those, it's kind of like, well, actually, these people are absolute arseholes. And then obviously Joey being narcissistic. Well, yeah, Joey's... Joey, I think, is just a... Yeah, he's a narcissistic, borderline sex predator. Oh, yeah. Let's, oh, yeah, we forget honest, about that bit. Where he's, like, dating six to seven women... Uh, he's sleeping with them, probably unprotected. He is. He is the <laughs> definition of a sexual predator. Yeah. Because he he's creepy. He's slimy. His come on lines are um, that they're, they're just so so oily, so slimy. So you could almost hear his uh, his excuse after eating dessert after attacking a woman i'm not even sorry yeah but, <laughs> except he's never but when that, you, when you look at it from that perspective from the non light height perspective these people have serious issues yeah like i, I know we're, we're bringing a downer on it but we yeah. will pick it back up i promise but what i'm trying <laughs> to get at is that it's portrayed with the laughter tracks that these people are funny mm. um upbeat people they're really not they, I mean, are, they are all terrible, terrible people when you look at it from that perspective. I think this feeds into your who are uh, identification um, uh, as well, because what the yeah, these uh, there's a laugh track to it. And yeah, these uh, sometimes they they annoy us, sometimes they offend us. Uh, but I think that's one of the things with the friends is that they're all human characters uh, and they do have flaws. Um, there was. I think quite a lot of hate for Ross when he broke up with Rachel uh, originally. Um, there's always been a lot of sort of uh, support slash uh, resentment for how long they kept us on that sort of uh, stick and carrot chase with will they, won't they. Um, I know as many people love friends, uh, they'll have specific ones they do 
admire and want to be like and identify with, such as, you know, uh, I want to be like Joey, uh, and then say, oh, I can't stand Ross, he's the worst. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember that one. So everyone, everyone has the uh, their favorites. Everyone has their like least favorites. But I th- think it just at the end of the day, it, it's down to um, down to the times that it was written as well. Um, there was a lot less uh, knowledge about like what's right and wrong to well, put in the script yeah. about homophobia and issues yeah. When like you that. look at it, when you look at it from the perspective of today's society of 2019 mm. you know it finished 15 years ago yeah these sorts of things weren't weren't as commonplace and weren't as in the the forefront as it should be no so you, you <clears> kind <throat> of got to look at it from that perspective i suppose that it's very much a different sort of it would it is a different world that we live in now and it is all very very different but i know it's silly to say but there's a a certain form of innocence that Friends has uh, in its approach to things as well, yeah. where it doesn't mean offence with it. Uh, it's just its uh, portrayal at the time. And, um, yeah, like, nowadays you couldn't get away with having a cast of six white actors without having a... No. No, uh, no, 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 no you ethic. couldn't. Yeah, and and I think someone did pull it up on it, actually. I remember seeing on Facebook a little while ago that people were... People were saying, "Oh well, you know, friends. God, it's so it, it's so white dominated. It's so this, so that." And yeah, you're right. It is, but it started in 1994. You were probably not even born, so mm. you know it, it's been going along for ten years. We it, just didn't know any better at the time. Yeah, it's a different time, and you know, it's easy to attack something from a different time. Christ, you could go, "Oh, Seinfeld and Frasier, both yeah. white dominated." Yeah. It was just at that time, that's how things uh, unfortunately worked. There wasn't a lot of uh, actors of colour. Well, there was, I'm sure there were probably plenty of actors of colour, but none that went into that direction for TV. Yeah, yeah. And, that, yeah. And, and that's how it is. I mean, um, it's... Yeah, I mean, we, we, we'll, we'll pick we're pro- it up. We're probably going to get a ton of Twitters going, uh, actually, uh, this person was working at the time, it uh, should have been cast as Monica or whatever. Yeah, there's loads of people that could have been cast in, in each of the different roles, and, you know, that's down to the writers and, and, and the directors to do that. But, yeah. you know, we, we got what we got. Yeah. You know, and can't we got... Can't change the past. I mean, exactly, you can't change what and who were cast. That that's just That's just how it is. You know, so leave it alone. Yeah, honestly, just leave it alone. Um, but we'll we'll pick it up a little bit because we we kind of brought it on a bit of a downer. Yeah. Um, the we were on a break thing. Yeah. Okay. Now that that has a kind of underlying tension because throughout the whole of Friends, you've got the Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Like you can see they're always destined to be together. They're always mm-hmm. destined to be stuck together, to end up together. And it, it kind of starts. Well, you can kind of tell from the very first episode where she walks in in her wedding dress, yeah. and Ross is very awkward because he goes to shake her hand or whatever, and the umbrella opens, mm. and it kind of just goes from there. And that gets shown again a little bit further down the line. And yeah, it's 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 a very strange one. Those two. Yep. Um, because you can see it happening, and it kind of goes on and off, on and off, because you have 
Um, he goes off with Julie. Yeah. Uh, she goes off with Paolo. And then there's the whole Mark thing. Mm-hmm. Then the copy girl. Yeah. And then you've got Paolo again. And then you've got Joshua. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got... Uh, who, who comes after that? Is it uh, Tag after that? You've got... Somewhere. You've got... No, it's uh, the guy Gavin, Super Gavin. <laughs> wow, you... You've really made a chain in your head, haven't you? Yeah, Super Gavin, then Tag, and then uh, then the Evander Holyfield <laughs> box, uh, the, the, the cardboard cutout, and then uh, Gunther's everlasting love and lust for her, and then Ross again. Yeah. So it's... Oh, and Joey. Yeah, Joey's in there. Joey's in there as well. But he's more of still of a supporting... Friend, not really. Yeah, because they can't actually do it, can they? And you just kind of think to yourselves, do you know what? It they're always destined to be together, but the the we were on a break thing kind of seemed really pointless mm. because. I mean, I think this is a, d- a debate topic here. Like, were they like were they officially on a break? How long to wait until you hook up with someone else? Uh, was it respectful? Um, I don't think it was that respectful. I do understand that Ross believes that they were on a break and that could be true. But at the same time, you've got to leave it a little bit and try and get your uh, your gears back to neutral before you uh, re-engage so damn quickly. I think he was using the we were on a break as a bit of an excuse to uh, justify his less than honourable actions. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was interesting, um, mm. but probably pointless. In to be fair, because what does it actually achieve? Uh, Except for fueling an argument that lasted for a good century now. <laughs> well, yeah, but they also, in terms of actually inside friends, it it also because there's six years that they're not Ross and Rachel. Mm. Um, and then they they become Ross and Rachel uh, when they have Emma, which we'll mm-hmm. get we'll get to her in a minute. And the Vegas wedding, you can't forget about that. The Vegas wedding, yeah. Where they try and uh, where Ross actually tries and hides the divorce, yeah. away from. But again, that feeds into his uh, creepy bit, his creepy narcissistic, passive aggressive personality. And then, yeah. So the six years that they're not together, he still pines for her and still tries to control her which is really really odd and the whole we were on a break thing was just i mean what sort of uh, i i don't i don't i just don't understand what would drive him to just kind of when she says no we should just take a break from us just to go out get hammered and then sleep with someone yeah i don't get it yep um we're never gonna sort of (laughs) understand it it, to be honest it just doesn't make any sense and it doesn't it doesn't really add well, it, it does add to the overall arc because there's a couple of little quips about it. You've got the second argument about it where Joey's got a box under the bed after being locked in Monica's bedroom for the first argument. He's got a box of food and uh, and, and condoms in case they need to uh, repopulate <laughs> the earth. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, that was quite funny. Oh. Uh, and, then, and then you've got right at the very, very, very end... Um, where he says, you know, this is it. It's just you and me unless we're on a break. And <laughs> it's like, oh, dear. 
I mean... Just shaking heads, just... Yeah. yeah. It was funny, though. It's all good. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things where um, I think everyone will have their own opinions on, on the break. It was the biggest TV moment of, like, its decade. Yeah, I think uh, I think of its time it was, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure there's people out there who, who would weigh in as to whether they were on a break or whether they weren't on a break. You need to... You know, you you need to pick which one is it. <laughs> do you do you think that it was okay? Because if they were on a break, they didn't technically break up. No, really, it was more a break from each other's. It was company. more just an argument, which yeah. clearly got out of control from her perspective, and she said something that she didn't really mean. Yeah, and, and then he took it as like a full breakup. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I I kind of find it a little bit. Uh, you know, odd that Ross. I think it's a little bit out of character for him to have gone and got drunk. And it, if it was Joey, I would have understood like a girl wanting to go back and sleep with him. Yeah, right, right away. But Ross never struck me as that type of a person. No, so it was it very felt out a bit of character. Out of character. Very. But again, it was fuel for the fire. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then let's get to his Ross's children, okay? Oh, so yeah. he has a son, Ben. Ben. With, you can't forget about Ben, with, even uh, though the show Su- tries to. I know, with Susan, um, who is with Carol. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, basically, he just falls off the face of the earth, like disappears forever. You never see Ben ever again. He's mm. in. He's in it for, I don't know, up until like season five or six, yep. and then disappears. And then you have Emma. Who's the new Ben. Who's the new Ben. And she also disappears. And what strikes me is that uh, Ross won't go to live in England with Emily because he doesn't want to leave Ben. Mm -hmm. But he's happy for Rachel to go to Paris. With Emma. With Emma. Yeah. But at no point does he ever say, I think you're being an ass for taking my daughter away from me. Hmm. At no point is she even mentioned, like, not even in passing, not even in a small quip. I mean, this guy is supposed to be, like, a loving father, and yet probably saw his monkey more Yeah, than he did his actual children. Marcel? Marcel the monkey, the yeah. Monkey, yeah. Good old Marcel. Um, he probably spent more time with the monkey than he did with his actual children. And it kind of asks the question, what the fuck? They had also, uh, I also want to bring this up, they had a lot of pets over the series yep. for an apartment in New York. They had a monkey, they had the chicken and the duck. Yep. Um, I think they had something else as well. Didn't they have chicken duck too? Uh, Chick Jr. and Duck Jr., yep. which is what uh, Joey's presents for Monica and Chandler for their new house were yeah. going to be. They then get stuck in the foosball table and they have to then just Break smash the it up. Table, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Anything else? Uh, they had that. They had the the dog. Mm. Phoebe got Joey the dog for a little while. The happiest dog in the world, and he destroys it emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I can't think. Any other pets? Uh. There's a dog that Phoebe runs over that belongs to her. Um. Her dad. Mm. Well, her her brother, I suppose. Half brother. Step. Half brother. Yeah. Half brother. Uh. Giovanni Ribisi. She. That guy's creepy. <laughs> he is creepy, but she has his kids. Yep. 
that's even creepier. <laughs> yep, that whole um, that whole story. That is whole storyline so, is so creepy. Yeah, so so creepy. Um, oh, uh, don't they call it something like? Don't they call the kids something really weird as yeah, well? Yeah, they have uh, Frank Junior Junior. Yeah, Frank Junior. Leslie and Chandler. Yep. And Chandler's a girl. <laughs> um, Kathleen Turner plays Chandler's dad slash mm-hmm. mm, second mum. Second mum. Yeah. yeah, drag queen. Transgender. In his in trans. his in his uh, all trans group, uh, Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, Some homophobia, transphobia there as well. Uh, yep. Um, so it, it's kind of. Yeah, there are some very odd and very weird storylines within within Friends. Some that you would look at now, and if you'd never watched it before, and you are very much of the ilk, you would probably want to find your safe space yep. uh, and, and sit and rock. And All then that safe space, guys. <laughs> yeah, and then you would probably want to word a very uh, strongly, very strongly, well, a very strongly worded tweet to. Um, uh, to the makers of Friends or yeah. to the actors and the yeah, actresses. David Schwimmer, um, J- Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, prob- yeah, probably all of that. And you just <laughs> kind of think, well, yeah, I, I get it because the world is a different place. But also, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. It's, it's, Friends, it's... Is, Friends is a TV show that has brought joy to so many people because it is light-hearted it yeah. is it is funny it is it's witty it's very well written very well directed um and edited mm. i think it uh, it's very relatable and it's a tv show that has clearly lasted the test of time because people are in uproar that netflix are cancelling it and taking it mm. off of netflix so you can't even rewatch it. I know that it's always on Comedy Central anyway, and that's not the point. But people tend to shy away now from Sky mm. and have things like Netflix, etc. I don't have Sky. I've got Now TV for my kids, yeah. and I've got my Netflix. Yeah, and That's got, literally it. I exist solely on Netflix and Amazon. That's all I have. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's going to be a, a bit of a... A soul crusher when it when friends goes, but I think it's just one of the things with Netflix that you got to understand that it will be circular. Uh, maybe in the future they'll bring it back. Yeah, well, we can only hope that they that they'll realise their. Um, I mean, Netflix are making some questionable decisions at the minute, anyway. So I mean, they've always they've always been hit and miss. Yeah, it, it would be nice if they don't take it off because you know it's opening up to a, to the Netflix generation mm. as such but but anyway you know that's our two p's worth yeah. on on friends in a short in a short side note uh, rip to all the really good marvel shows that have just been all fully cancelled now yeah i mean even it's got so bad uh, and the uproar so so M&M highly tweeted about even m and m were yeah. like seriously what, what is going? You? Yeah, yeah. your uh, what is it you're doing? Your uh, I, I can't remember the exact words. here. basically you're screwing up. Yeah, it's it's just one of the things that like uh, I don't think it's Netflix's decision. I think it's Disney's. They want to open up their own streaming. Yeah, they're going down the Hulu so, side, aren't they? But, so blame Disney, not Netflix. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, so that's our two P's worth on Friends. Obviously, there are still so much that we could talk about. Joey's Seven Sisters. Yeah. Um, the the fact that that 
there, Rachel and Monica tend to have a love-hate relationship. Mm. Uh, we've got Gunther. Obviously, can't forget Gunther. Uh, more about Janice. All of the random pop-ups. There's there's so much to still talk about in Friends. You know, episodes, favorite episodes. You know, bits. Of, there's so many inconsistencies within Friends. <laughs> it's a joke. You can literally Google it, and you'll be there reading for a good couple of hours. Trust yep. me, I know, I did it. Um, but yeah, so so that's our two piece worth. Let us know what you think, what your favourite Friends episode is, and your favourite Friends character, and who you most associate with. Um, on a final note, um, the two Comic Cons that we are um, involved in this year, mm-hmm. uh, Phil the Force Day is now at Peterborough Arena this year. So Big step up. massive, massive step up. Uh, JJ and Simon are going all guns blazing for this year. I feel sorry for them because they've got so much work. <laughs> it's going to, but it's going to be absolutely epic. Yeah. Um, you will hear from the guys uh, a little bit later on in the year. We'll get the guys back on mm. to, to talk us through the, you know, the the who, the what, the why, the hows of, of moving. <laughs> uh huh. From moving from uh, from Kingsgate to uh to the Peter arena because that's like yep. five times the size mm. um and it's been dubbed feel the force day xxl which is only fitting and uh, and again we're massively proud to to be a part of that and to to help the guys with yep. with everything that they're doing uh, and also cambridge comic con this year as well in august end of august just before the bank holiday some crazy guests there some absolutely crazy guests there they are literally that they are con goers turned con organizers so they know what to do Uh, and you will hear an interview with the guys behind cambridge comic-con over the coming months when we can get together and we can uh we can you know sit down with them do Mm. an interview uh it won't be here live in the show it'll be pre-recorded so we will do that and i'll get that sorted um and you'll hear from them but tickets are available for both you can get tickets for both Field of Force Day and Cambridge Comic Con now. Just find them both on Facebook uh, and follow the links to buy your tickets. So go out and get them now. They are both going to be absolutely epic for completely different reasons. And one of my friends actually said on Facebook that she's bought tickets to Field of Force Day on the back of what I put and what Good. I've shared um, from Field of Force Day. So more people should do it so it's, that's it's epic awesome. and more people should go more people should go and should get involved if you want to get involved in any way shape or form volunteering or anything for Field of Force Day just find Field of Force Day on Facebook and get in touch and send them a message uh, Simon or JJ will pick that up and we'll mm. get in touch and for those with Cambridge Comic Con if you have any questions you can find us on Facebook uh, at FTV Show just give us a shout or you can go to the Cambridge Comic Con and you can speak to them and go through with them um and that's it. That that's the end of the show. We are done and dusted. It's good to be back. Um, we'll be back again next Monday. We don't think that we're that it's being closed again. No, it we don't plan be. on being <laughs> ill or anything. So we so, never plan on that. No, we never plan on that. So yeah, ca- catch us next week. We hope you have a great week uh, and enjoy the sunshine and the nice warm weather while we can get it. And just remember, it still mm. is February. So uh, don't be a dick. Don't go out in vest top shorts and <laughs> flip flops because. That's just not right. It's February, all right. Uh, and on that, uh, and on that note, have a good one. There is one more thing. It's been emotional. You've got a friend in me. You've got a. 
when the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your old past said. Boy, you got a friend in me. Yeah, you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got trouble, and I got them too. There isn't anything we wouldn't do for you. We stick together, see it through, 'cause you've got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am, big and stronger too. Maybe, but none of them will ever love you the way I do. It's me and you, boy, and as the years go by, a friendship will never die. You're gonna see it's a destiny. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. 